Hark, everybody, and welcome to The Tap. I am your host, Aaron Gertz, and boy, howdy, do I have a little bit of explaining to do. Uh, I've been relatively absent the past couple of weeks, and by relative, relatively, I mean completely and absolutely. You fucking bitch! My goal is to get out some kind of episodic content at least once a week, whether it's 15 minutes, half hour, three hours with a friend, whoever, like a guest, anything like that. But at the very least, just a little something, maybe a little five-minute story or what have you. Um, but I will give you the reason I've been rather absent is the last time I recorded a podcast was before the war in Ukraine broke out. And I'm someone who I've done a little research on it, a little soul searching, because it's been very depressing and soul sucking. It's it's been very uh, tough. I can only speak for myself. Been very tough lately, as I'm sure it's been tough for everybody. Um, I catastrophize things. I think that's a real word. That's what I found. And it's when something happens and your mind just goes. It's like a little side effect of ADHD, which I may or may not have. But hey, I am guilty of immediately thinking of what's the worst possible outcome imaginable and my mind will just go for it creating a million one scenarios all of which are just awful leading to world war three and the draft nuclear holocaust the wars more suffering just everything everything on the table everything that's now very much like a possibility it's potential reality and it and it sucked and my mind's you know it's it just it just goes there uh, and I guess that is a coping mechanism for uncertainty. It's just, well, if I'm uncertain, I'll just assume the worst. And then if anything less happens, then it might be pleasantly surprised. And it's it's just been shitty. Been really shitty the past couple weeks. And when it first broke out on that Thursday, uh, my I just went dark. Just my heart sank. Um, I just knew the, the end is nigh, the, the world is going to come to an end. It's only a matter of time for China gets evolved and we all start blowing each other to hell and, it, and it's just, we're all dead. I pretty much just stopped living for a while there, just clammed up, stayed inside as much as possible, fell into my vices, just weed, whiskey, and porn, and just was an absolute piece of shit for a couple of days, just scared in my house and just... I found it very difficult to find a purpose in doing things. A podcast for one. Um, of course, I did my job. That's you know, writing for the Winners Express and the Davis Enterprise. Uh, I was able to do that and only that. Going out, seeing people even being happy or doing something. I'm like, why? I felt guilty. People are suffering and dying. Not not that they weren't before this war bro- broke out, but this, is, this just hits so much harder because... It's a main country. It's a nuclear powerhouse. There's so many different dominoes that can fall in so many different directions, and we don't know what's going to happen. And that was just so horrifying and emotionally paralyzing for me. I just went blank. I couldn't find or attach purpose to anything because why does it matter? Why does it matter if I'm playing video video games where they just they were no longer fun? Watching shows that had originally given me happiness, just everything was off the table. I found. It was just hard finding purpose and happiness in things. When I wake up, I 
phantom myself an inherently positive person, but it's just, I was lost straight up and just fucking scared. And that's a couple weeks ago, doing a little better in that regard of just, it's something that's completely and utterly out of my hands. There's nothing I can do to stop it. So it's kind of rendered me in this, this kind of, let's just live life. Why, why stop living? just because there's these crazy f**ks who rule the world that could blow us all up at any second. I mean, that's been, since the bombs dropped in 1945, that's kind of been the case since other other countries have developed nuclear weapons. It could end at any moment. So why, why stop living? Why torture myself? Why be so disgruntled and upset every second of every day, waking up scared, going to bed scared, checking the news every five seconds to see what's going on over there in Ukraine? And it's just, it it for sure took its toll and is taking its toll. And, um, and who knows how things are going to shake out. I want to stay positive. I want to be positive and I want to live my life for not just myself, but I've, I've figured living in fears Putin wins right so why not be positive that Ukraine can hold out that that a better world can can thrive that sanity will prevail and to live my life and remain positive perhaps sends positive energy out into the ether and hopefully can help out the Ukrainians in some way shape or form um, all my thoughts and prayers and my I, it goes out to them. I don't know if I'd have the courage to do what they're they're doing. I certainly hope that I would, and I hope that people are, are people are taking notes of just the president standing by their side, not leaving. I mean, I know for a fact our leaders and Canada's leader would be the first on the first boat out of here if we're at the fan. It just sucks that this is going on. There's so many people suffering so needlessly, and it uh, again. It's easy to spiral. It's easy to get worked up and sad, terrified. Like it, it's super, super scary. And this is, you know, it, this is some Cold War status. Shit. This is the eve of nuclear war. Who, who knows? I certainly hope not. And because it hasn't happened yet, yes, it doesn't mean that a nuclear war isn't a possibility. But so is the 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 opposite side of that. It hasn't happened yet. And let's just keep our fingers crossed. Let's just hope that this thing could shake out without the world coming to an end. That'd be nice. And we'd still live our lives. We should all keep living our lives. Um, I learned that the hard way. It's taken me a couple weeks, and I'm able to come back and record again. Yeah! Try to be as happy as possible. Try to be positive, and hopefully, um, if anybody empathizes with how I'm feeling, it's, it's okay. It's okay to be f***ing terrified. And... I want to be looking back at this years from now and I want to see myself as I started off super scared but was able to find courage and bravery through the Ukrainians who are over there, bombs dropping all over the country. I'm over here in the United States, safe and sound. Um, I want to look back and see myself being courageous and being brave and it kind of reminds me of what Ned Stark told Arya, I think of the only time you can be brave is when you're scared it's okay you can go out and do whatever with if there's no danger involved then is it really being is it really being brave or courageous possibly i mean different circumstances i'd say it's courageous for say someone to come out to their family that they're a homosexual or 
to go up and speak in front of thousands of people if they're nervous for public speaking. There's so many different types of courage and bravery. And this one is the first time I've just been constantly scared. Literally, utterly scared every day. And so to live life and to do you and to live your life to the fullest, um, it's another form of bravery, especially now. And I don't know why it took for this war to break out for me to like fully realize that we should live every day not like it's it's not like it's the last day on earth because that'd be utter anarchy but to live in a way that it's like you're not scared live like there's always somebody's finger that's just gonna blow up the world just live your life as pure true and helpful to others as possible why not do it now and then when this thing blows over why not keep living not afraid but just present and in the moment and that's something that i've been struggling with a lot the, these past couple weeks, just not letting my mind get the better of me. My, imagina- my imagination is a mother because I'm a writer, a creative, and when that starts working against you, it sucks, and you really have to like slap yourself, just get get a hold of yourself, and just be present. Take take breaths. Don't let anxiety get the better of you, and if it does, just keep breathing. If it takes one breath at a time to get through it, just do that. But it's okay to be scared in this time. We're all scared. So let's be there together. Let's try to exude positivity for one another to latch on to and hope for a better world tomorrow. Let's hope it comes. If it's not tomorrow, then the day after that. And we'll keep fighting and striving and uh, seeing the best of people present themselves. So like on news outlets or whatever, just seeing the refugees or Ukrainian people and the resolve, people helping out one another. I've seen on... Somebody's, somebody's knocking on the time. So where was I? Getting all mopey and uh, sentimental with everybody. Look, it's so easy to be negative. You've just assaulted me, you Perhaps that's the draw of negativity. It's just easy to be like, woe is me, the world's coming to an end. But especially now, it's a little more difficult to be positive. And it's quite the challenge that um, I think we all should at least try to tackle. I know I do. Being negative has been beating the shit out of me. I don't like feeling that way, but it's just easy to. But does that, does that mean we should, I should keep on being negative? F- that. I'd rather look back and see a courageous person, someone who's able to uplift others, instead of being this negative uh, reverse radiation force where I'm just sucking the life out of everybody that I'm around because I'm negative. It's poison, it's toxic, and it sucks. There's enough negativity and evil on the world right now. Let's kind of balance the scales or just imbalance these scales with massive quantities of positivity, helping each other out. Let's be better right now on our front. And I mean, it's not like we shouldn't be doing this every day, but now seems like it's even more important. Every act of kindness holds a little more weight because why not? And it's, um, yeah, uber scary. It's not... It's not uh, a bad thing to hope <laughs> and uh, just be courageous. There's um, a book that I'm writing right now, a little short story, and there's a character, his name's Dormir of Bedheim, and he's kind of this guardian of this kid named Z, and Z's afraid of the dark. He's like, you know, eight years old, and they're in this jungle, and Z's just super afraid, and Dormir's like, yo, you know, it's not so much the dark you're afraid of, it's it's uncertainty. You don't know what's on the other side of the darkness, what's staring back at you. 
It could be teddy bears. It could be a uh, chainsaw wielding murderer just waiting to just pull start that bitch and just hack, cut you in half. I don't use that reference in there, but it's just uncertainty you're afraid of. So what we can do, we have two choices, possibly more than two, but for the sake of the story too, you can either face it just with every ounce of fear that you can possess and then some and just tear people down with you and look at this uncertainty and be afraid as possible. Be afraid as you can possibly imagine. Let your imagination, your emotions run wild and just be a fearful, um, sorry excuse for a human when faced with adversity that is uncertainty. Or you can face it bravely. You can face it with your chin up. You can face it uh, with every bit of vigor that you possess with with positivity that there could be something good on the other side but the truth is nobody knows whether you face it negatively or positively the uncertainty will not change what you can change is how you face it i would rather face it with a positive and courageous light beaming from my soul and hopefully others can hopefully it's contagious hopefully we can all face this uncertainty that we're all encountering right now with positivity and courage and here's my declaration talk is cheap it's been a hell of a couple of weeks for me but i want to keep podcasting i want to keep living my life and so i want to be rolling out these episodes a little more a little more frequently more often the quota once a week hold me to it if i don't talk some shit on social media um so anyways the war i wanted to touch on a couple other things a little, little update episode why not uh, Lent has happened. I am a horrible Catholic. Go to church once or twice a year, Christmas and Easter. But since COVID happened, you know, what better excuse to not go to church? Hey, but come Lent, it's Shame. 40 days, 40 nights of some, Shame. and, and uh, Jesus walked through the desert, was all tempted and whatnot. And what us good Catholics are supposed to do is give up something that's a vice or something we enjoy that we do use daily what have you and typically i just give up smoking weed for 40 days 40 nights it's tough because it's something i very much enjoy doing but then i just turn to drinking it's, it's a win-win it's like ha, whatever just juggle my vices if i can't do one i'll do the other uh this year i started doing that and then i was like you know as i was sitting down one day mindlessly scrolling through social media aka instagram i realized this is not making me happy yet i'm still doing it incessantly for Man, I use screen time. It shows me how often I'm on it. Jesus. Talk about a sobering realization of just how long you're spending on your phone just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling for no reason. Is there a purpose to it? And so I resolved to only go on social media, Instagram, if I'm either posting for the tap or posting for work. Other than that, there is no purposeless scrolling. There's no mindlessly just getting on the toilet and just flipping, flipping, flipping with no end in sight, with no reason or need other than you're bored and you'd rather not be quiet or with your thoughts. So now that when I go on the toilet, I'm reading a book or listening to an audiobook, and it's been nice. I feel f so freed in a way. Um, in, in many ways, actually, it it's, feels healthier. Um, even just like laying down on the couch don't opt for the phone just leave it be catch yourself mindlessly scrolling through and if it's bringing any happiness or any levity to your life other than when you're on the tap content of course or when it's express content so 
there's that. It's been really nice, and I intend on continuing the or halting the mindless scrolling even after Lent ends, and I want to keep doing that for the rest of my life. I don't want to be owned by social media and how it is designed to keep us on the app. We are designed to, it is designed to entertain us, show us videos, snap content, look at TikTok, just the mindless, horrible smut that's out there. Just the, I won't get into it too much, but it's just there to keep you on the app. So really think about how much time you're spending on social media and if it's serving you in any way, shape or form. Of course, engaging with my content is the best. That is your out. God bless it. Uh, another thing I want to touch on. Ooh, 16 minutes. Going going a little bit longer for you, Calvi. Austin Calvert, hustling, putting in the miles. Got him 13 miles the other day. He needs a longer. He needs more content, longer, longer pods. So here we go, Austin. Uh, International Women's Day just passed, and I was trying to think who is my favorite. Say modern woman a leader or a woman of the past that has truly inspired me and has truly impacted my life other than my mom grandma both grandmas aunts like great ladies but um other than family there's a number a million just incredible women out there uh first one that came to mind joan of arc she fucking solid leader burned at the stake for what she believed in talk about courageous um there's one woman that I thought of that was my absolute favorite. No, excuse me, is my absolute favorite. And she is fictional. And a little pretext, I'm a huge World War II fan. Just learning about it is so intriguing. Hopefully, history does not repeat itself. Uh, but it's just so intriguing and enthralling, every aspect of it. And the woman that is my favorite woman in history is Rosie the Riveter because she represents the entirety and ingenuity and hard work ethic of every woman in the United States during World War II. Going to work, making making bullets, bombs, missiles, tanks, just grinding and busting their ass on the home front to make sure that we won overseas. And Rosie the Riveter is just incumbent of just, she, excuse me, she encompasses so many women that, that that hard-nosed, just pull yourself up by your stroop bootstrap slice of Americana. And it's just, I commend Rosie, what she represents, and how the United States would not have been able to put up a fight in World War II if it weren't for the women busting their ass uh, back home to make that possible. So, shout out to Rosie the Riveter. Um, the quote of the pod quote of the pod positivity let's go positivity oh and before i get to positivity uh if you may recall the last podcast i did i was so elated because i found a hundred dollar bill and i was wondering what am i gonna do with this hundred dollar bill i'm gonna hold on to this and keep it as a reminder of where this hundred dollars went um gotta donate it to ukraine gotta donate it to uh, I got to look into some refugee programs or what, whatever you, I, I guarantee this is going to go, these, these hundred dollars are going to benefit and help uh, Ukrainians right now because they need it a whole hell of a lot more than I do. So let's go to positivity. Positivity. This one's pretty nice. Perseverance. 
perseverance. We persevere through all this adversity. Why not? Perseverance. I am I'm just tickled by this. This one, the quote of the pod. There are two ways of attaining an important end. Force and perseverance. Force falls to the lot only of the privileged few. But austere and sustained perseverance can be practiced by the most insignificant. Its silent power grows irresistible with time. By Mad Switchine. Not sure who you are, but let me read that again. Holy shit. There are two ways of attaining an important end. Force and perseverance. Force falls to the lot only of the privileged few, but austere and sustained perseverance can be practiced by the most insignificant. Its silent power grows irresistible with time. <laughs> well, I guess we will wait and see whether force or perseverance prevails in this Ukrainian war. I have a hunch that perseverance will always go undefeated. So, having said that, um, there's my reasons I've been rather absent for the past couple weeks. My apologies for that, and uh, I will do better, I will be better, and I hope uh, everybody listening to this can get something out of it, and I hope that positivity finds you in this dark place that, we, that we're all in. Hopefully it can shine a light, and hopefully uh, we can get out of this together. This objective, objective this, this common enemy, uh, this, this common evil that we all see overseas, um, let's get through this together. We got this. <laughs> and if I may quote Rose of the Riveter, we can f- we can do it. I want to say it the way I want to do it. We can fucking do it. So let's go. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Be strong. Persevere. You got this. Love you guys. Bye. You lose. Good day, sir.